How you doing guys? Welcome back. Episode 2. Big, big show today. I'm here with Stevie and Trent. How you doing guys? Oh, brilliant mate. I'm, right. I'm struggling to get a smile off my face. It's been stuck here for about, what, what's that, about three, four days now. We are going to have a chat about obviously Rangers getting to the uh, the, the Euro, Euro, Europa League final. Sounds good, doesn't it? It does not. <laughs> I'm absolutely <laughs> devastated. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, and obviously, we're going to talk about the, 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 the main show in Listen, town, I, I, uh, Ange Postacoglu. I know and, you're uh, devastated, but to be sitting here with a Frankfurt away top one. Away top, I know. I, I, away top. I couldn't even get the. Whole I can time. deal with a Frankfurt away top, mate. But sitting with a half a moustache is a, <laughs> that's about too much, isn't it? Oh, well, I, mean, I, need, far, I know, I know. I, I, look, the thing is, is that I'm trying to intimidate you, so that when you they end up going, you're going to Seville, aren't you? Yes, mate. Flights are booked, confirmed. I can't quite the weekend I had there, mate. Trying to flights, accommodation, train tickets, everything else that goes with it, and then you're only trying to look after yourself. You're trying. To, you try to get a couple of other boys in, find out who's in, who's out, blah blah blah, checking, make, making sure prices are fine with people. You know how it goes, man. It's just, it's non-stop. So, but not. Nah, it's all done, mate. And I'm leaving on Sunday night. Sunday night, what time? Fly uh, ten o'clock. And so you fly uh, Madrid. Fly, so we're going for Perth, Dubai. Oh, Dubai. Okay. Dubai, Madrid. Mm-hmm. Madrid for a night. Train to Madrid for a night. Madrid for a night, mate. Got a wee, oh, oh, oh. got a wee Airbnb in Madrid, and then the early train to Seville on a Tuesday morning. We'll go there, mate, and then that's it for the next two days in Seville. And I mean, hopefully look. Thursday morning, mate. Hopefully, I can fly back without a plane, mate. I can just float right back to Australia, mate. I mean, look, I'm going to, you know, need to make it perfectly clear, right? So you're my mate, and I've got a, a good few mates that are Rangers fans, and there's no way. That I would ever want to deny someone, because me, I knew what the feeling was like when we went to Seville. And You're a bigger person, than me. Mate. I'm a much bigger person. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and when Henrik scored the the, the first equaliser, then when he got the second equaliser, I'm thinking, I can I'm going to be, I'm I'm going to be able to say that I watched Celtic win a a, a, a final, like a European, a European final. European final, aye. And, uh, and don't be wrong, obviously it never went the way that we wanted it to go, but it was still a tremendous experience. So there is a part of me that, that my mate, of course I want you to have the best time possible. No, no, no too good a time. But up. see if somebody said to me, Chris, either Rangers will win and you're going to get totally this brought up in your face constantly, or you can lose your left nut <laughs> and Rangers get beat. My, I'd be instantly going, take my left nut. And I mean that, by the way, Trent. Listen, I think Charlene's already got the ball for him anyway, hasn't she? So it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> really matter. <laughs> I love it, mate, I love it. So, um, but I know, I was just wanting to obviously, you know, um, elaborate on, and that's obviously the thing that we need, <sighs> to, we need to talk about. Uh, that's well, the, what, see, do you know what the funny thing is? See, you know what it's like here in Australia, mate, like, and especially in Perth, you, you, these types of games are on in the middle of the night, so... I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning. The alarm's set for 2.45. You're up at 3 o'clock in the morning, midweek, so you've got work to go as well. So that's pretty much asleep because by the time the game finishes, that's it. So long story short, I'm watching the game. We're 10 minutes in. We've started well. And then I hear a beep. <laughs> the house is pretty much darkness and kids are sleeping. <laughs> She's sleeping. Beep. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Trying to watch that game now. Just realise it's a smoke alarm in the back hallway, right outside the kids' bedroom. Beep. There, the batteries. The battery's gone. Battery's gone. 
Barry's the one, mate. Worth so, a time, eh? Worth a time Ten minutes into a second leg semi-final, mate. This is, I'm like, oh, no. And if it wasn't for the kids, mate, I, I probably would have just left it. I could have persevered <laughs> with it, but I didn't want them to wake up. I know. So my way in with a kitchen stool, way out in the back hallway during the game, fucking balancing on a stool, trying to figure, you know, it's like with these things, mate, you're trying to, right, this fucking thing, I think, and get the battery out, and it's still beating, and, oh, mate, it was just, and then I'm on the stool, and I hear the commentator going mental. Um, t- Tavernier's just scored 1 0. So What's I run out back into the living room, have a wee fucking fist pump and celebrating as it's, it's loud but and as silent as I can. And then five minutes later, mate, I need to go back on that stool. My heart's racing, man, my heart's racing. I don't <laughs> back on that stool wrestling with a fucking smoke alarm. So, and the funny thing is, mate, I, 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 go, I just unclipped it and, I go, and then I realised for some reason, I, I, I'm only in this a year and a half, for some reason. There's an alarm, the one I'm working on, and about one metre down, there's another alarm, and it turns out it was that one that was going off. <laughs> it was the other alarm that was going off, and I was fucking wrestling with the wrong one. So I'm like, oh, for fucking... Oh, so I just go off the stool, moved it six feet to the right, on the stool, unclipped this thing, took the battery, and it was done. But just before that happened, commentator's gone mental again. 2-0. I can't, I can't believe it. That, I know. 2-0. I know. Unbelievable. So now we're 2-1 up in aggregate. 2-0. Um, who was it? Kamara 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 what good a finish goal. it what was a, a finish, good goal man. so I'm I can't believe this is happening that's when I start you start texting the boys back home start texting my brother have we got to do this what's, what's happening so you, that's the, it's, it gets to the point where you're starting to kick every ball you feel you're looking at a cloak you're only 28 29 30 minutes in you're already <laughs> counting oh anyway follow them take the card go in the corner I go there in the end but um <laughs> What a feeling. So see, a feeling, so see obviously I never watched the game. I, 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 yeah, I've got a tremendous story about what happened that night. But see, when you were watching the game live and they made it two each on the night, well, two each in aggregate, Aye, two right? each in aggregate so do you instantly go, ah, it's it now, we've, we've, ran, did, its, I, we've ran its course I did now, because we looked a bit leggy. We looked at, and they were, really, they were really starting to turn the screw a bit. So they were, and it goes two each, 15 to go, and you think there's a momentum going, the kids might go and... Like you just, and you, I think you naturally think the worst anyway so but no I was like 5 or 10 minutes and um, I think after 5 minutes uh, they started to they started to find their feet again create a few chances get the ball out of the park and before you know it Ryan Kent a wee bit of trickery out in the, out in the wing bang seeing the ball fall into Lundstrom in slow motion mate I just probably every Rangers fan around the world watching that would probably kick that ball in the net well mate because when that hit the uh-huh. net I hear that commentary I can still hear him scream mate and I was like it's euphoria it's just it's almost an out of body experience mate and people who don't understand the game especially back game in Scotland they don't understand why you feel the way you feel and when you grow up in that that environment uh, when football is religion and football is everything it's um, it's hard to explain I still find it's, myself it's, trying to explain to the missus how, how like she can't understand the state people get in Oh, it's an absolute, but, um, and, and it's and it's weird because there's no doubt about it that Liverpool, Man U, and all the other derbies that you've got in England, um, there, there's going to be an element of what we are feeling. But I, I still would love if you could capture it in a jar or a bottle and go, "Is that the same as yours?" I'm utterly convinced that it that it isn't. Now, of course, we've got the religious aspect of it because. It goes back all the years, mm-hmm. so then there's 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 things that they still deal with that they really shouldn't be having to deal with, especially in, in nah, this day and age. Agree, yeah, but man. it's certainly, I mean, I'm you know in my mid thirties, um, so I know that that's the sort of kind of um, 
that's the way it was growing up. Do you know what I mean? When you're watching it and you're, no, you're feeling no, it's, it, it's so horrible. It's but horrible. when it, but when you, but when 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 obviously he scored that goal. I can, I know. Even though Rangers scored that goal, I know exactly how you felt That's when that ball went in the net. I know, I know exactly how you felt. What you were even thinking about? Oh my god, I, I'm actually going to book my tickets tomorrow. <laughs> you know, you're probably thinking about all these random things. It's probably the one thing I thought because I wasn't even. I don't even. I don't, I'm surprised because even before the game, I never ever thought one time. Well, if we get through this, if we pull this off, and we, we we manage to get through the final. I want to look at flights. I'm going to. It was just. It was almost like the aftermath of the game, just. Drove me to it. Like I didn't even think about it beforehand. I wasn't checking about fights. I, I didn't even enter my mind. But as soon as it happened, and I seen all the celebrations and uh, all, all the carnage in the stadium, it makes you miss it, doesn't it? You just you just miss it. It's the one thing about being here, and um, that was pretty much one of, one of the big factors. Your your, your life bank back in uh, in Glasgow, or, or going to football with your mates and doing all that kind of thing, and and then to miss an experience like that, I thought, no, you oh, can't, can't he, man, can't. You he? can't. Lads, I'm going to uh, step in there, ask you a question. A little bit of a game. Oh, wow. Here we go. Here we go. Last week Great rivalries in football around the world. Can I chip one in and then see if we can beat... Well, can we Can we, can we build, beat Celtic Rangers? I don't think so. But I'll chip one in. Boca Juniors, River Plate. Well, I think that's probably the only one... I mean, obviously, I mean, I've never been to Argentina. Have you been to Argentina? No. <laughs> right? No. So, the only way that I would know Boca Juniors is for... Champ man, uh, pro evolution <laughs> soccer, <laughs> and and pl- and playing those games, and when you see the fans, they're they're absolutely mental. So there's no doubt about it that, that, that that's probably up there, if not even crazier, because they they fans are absolutely mental. But what it's about AC versus Inter or Real I, versus Barca. Nah. I, I personally don't AC, think AC and Inter share a stadium. Uh, AC and Inter. and also I think the one thing which without getting into too much detail is that, and I know there's been players that have went for Rangers to Celtic and so on and so forth as, as well, but. It happens a lot more regularly, you know. You've got, you know, um, Ibrahimovic. He went. He was at Inter then at Milan, and uh, I think uh, well, a player. I like correct a, me if I'm wrong, but a player has never moved directly for Rangers to Celtic or vice versa. No, no. Unless no, it's like no. youth team stuff, like where they've snatched for each other's academies or whatever like that. Aye, aye, aye. There's but not been a like in terms a of high, pro- high profile, sorry, players. It doesn't happen. It's unheard of. And. When the odd occasion when players, former Rangers players, have went and played Celtic or vice versa, it's almost like the world stops. Well, our world anyway in Glasgow stops. Well, I think the Mo Johnson one was obviously the biggest one, but that was when uh, you know the closest you got to that was Kenny Miller. But that. nothing will touch Mo Johnson. No, nah, nothing will touch Mo Johnson. Um, and when Kenny Miller joined, I thought, I mean, good on Strachan for being able to break that barrier, but. It doesn't matter if Kenny Miller was scoring 25 goals a year for Celtic. We see Kenny Miller, obviously scored his first goal against Rangers, and he went absolutely nuts, and he was kissing the badge and all that. <laughs> <I swear laughs> fucking My mate said, back in Scotland, Chris, I, can, I guarantee you, he did not kiss the badge. Um, but, there's, but unfortunately, because he's been with Rangers, he's never going to nah. have the same Nah, there's still, there's still Rangers fans out there just now that I know personally who don't like him. I know. Because he... Because he, he but a Celtic player. One see, see, you go back to the Europa League, right? Um, in terms of players, because obviously, you know, he's getting a group, and um, he's have got out the group, and he's then got drawn against Dortmund. And uh, I mean, he's, he's he's annihilated Dortmund. Do you know the group? We lost the first two games in the group, and I think we drew the third one. So the, the opening three games, I don't think had a win. I know we lost the first two. I'm pretty sure we drew the third. Um, so you you qualified with nine points. Um, what, must, no, no, sorry, ten, sorry, ten. No, no, I, I think it was eight points. 
think it was eight points we qualified because I've seen a few people have a pop at well, few people, a few people being your people having a pop at okay, okay, okay. They okay, a few okay. Celtic boys having a pop. Ah, they qualified on eight points. I don't, I don't care. We qualified on three points. We I qualified. I can Celtic and they got nine. It was like one of the ones where, but look, it's it's what happens. It's you, you can't. If somebody scores more goals or your head to heads under the same, we drew in Leon. We drew in Bromby. We beat Bromby at home. We beat Slavia Prague at home. And because I'm trying to think of this off the top of my head, I went blank. But, but you got sure through anyway. Eight points, I got and you got you got Dortmund. Bruce at Dortmund. Uh, and obviously the new the new format and the, uh, the configuration of this this tournament now. I think it just came in this season. Is that if you finish second, you take a Champions League drop it. Is that right? I, I, I couldn't I, be sure. I'm pretty sure you're right. And then if you finish top, you don't have to because the, the Dortmund thing I think was considered. The, the, I know UEFA called it like a qualifier. I didn't say like the last fifty or the last six. It was like considered yeah. a qualifier. Yeah. And then if you get through that, then get into. I think that's when we got last sixteen with Red Star, I believe. That's right. And then it went quarters with Braga. Semis with Leipzig. See when you got Braga, I'm thinking right. There's a good chance you can beat them. I remember having a chat with you on the phone, and you said to me, "That's a good draw. It's a good draw for us if we just go." It was away one of the better ones. It was one of the better ones. You need to remember Barcelona and everybody were still in there. They were still in there. But I'm right in saying that when the quarters were were drawn, the semi final was drawn. So it would tell you that if you got through, you'd play either Leipzig or Atalanta. So I knew. Obviously, I didn't know, but I'm going. There's no way they're going to get by Atalanta, Leipzig. They they just won't. I just. Because if they play Atalanta, Atalanta are, are a good, good team. And then you've got Leipzig, and I think, okay, I know they've beaten Dortmund, but there's no way they can go and I, beat a top four team twice aye, to apart, then get through. Apart from Dortmund, um, Leipzig was the only tie where I thought, I don't know, because I, I, look, I looked up the results, and I know like they scored, albeit they, I think they lost 6-3 at Etihad, but they still went to Etihad and scored three, and Kunku scored the hat-trick. Uh, so you think this, this guy's deadly scores all the goals up there I think he's won 30 something goals and 20 something assists frightening he won't be there much longer in Germany anyway I don't think um, so I think Leipzig was the only one I, I was a bit apprehensive about I thought well, could, could be up against here and then we, we, lose a, we lose a sickening goal in the first leg 4 or 5 minutes to go great strike nothing can do ever but I probably would have took 1-0 to be honest <laughs> before that, that, before that, was, that game I think Mace Rangers fans would agree with me but Leipzig I read about them they had I think it's, I read that they'd spent about 90 million 100 million 90 million I don't know if it's euros pounds whatever this at the start of the season or that summer or on that, this year or I don't know spent a wad of money on players anyway yeah. a, a big wad of money and um, I think on the second leg Ibrox that, that team I think it was the same team we put out second and first leg I'm pretty sure but it was worth 11-12 million in transfers we'd spent 11-12 million mm. pounds you're playing against a, a, a Bundesliga top four and keep in mind Leipzig were Champions League semi-finals two years mm. ago so we're, we're, we're not up against Dumplings you know, no, I mean when you get into the, the latter stages of, of, of that sort of competition even if you get a more favourable draw it's still a hard game I mean Braga are a good good team no, <laughs> it's, no, it's not as if Braga were a bad you don't team get bad teams at you, that. You, you don't I mean, and you know Frankfurt they might be sitting t- what, what I think is actually quite ironic right is that You've went up against Dortmund and you've probably went, ah, we're going out here. Right? Like before the game's ah, even yeah, kicked off, probably, you're probably thinking, yeah, all right, think. we've qualified and we've got a glamorous time, we'll go over there and we'll have a good party. And then bang, he's 
I remember as you said, mate, you get up in the morning, obviously I've got up in the morning, I've looked at the result, I'm going, I cannot believe they've just went to Dortmund. And, Put four and, past and, them. And they'll just beat them, you know, backs against the wall, counter-attack, yeah, they've went to Dortmund and battered them. Mm. And then, obviously, um, I'm praying for some sort of Dortmund miracle. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I'm praying to what sort of German god out there. And then I, I was like, I can't believe they've got through it. Like, I, okay, they've, they've done it. Then you obviously got, was it Red Star? No. Red Star was ah, after got, that, eh? Red Star was You get through there, sure. get through that. And uh, I'm no joking, mate, that night I went to bed and Shannon's going like that, are you alright? And I go, fuck Shalin. <laughs> see if I wake up tomorrow morning and they're through to a European final. I, 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 I'll be devastated. I woke up, right, about three o'clock in the morning. I didn't know it was three o'clock at this point. I've just Aye. woke up, right, my room's pure pitch black. And I'm absolutely convinced if somebody had, if somebody was next to me and went, what do you think's happened in the world right now? I'd go, <laughs> I'd go, uh, Leipzig have just beat them 4-1. Aye, aye, and I am aye. absolutely delighted with that. Better, mate. And I'm no joking, mate. It was like a millisecond later I went, I haven't even checked my phone to see what time it is. Aye, I've so done I've, that before. So I've looked at my phone, 3.54. I went, the game's just kicked off. The 4-1 no, it's half time. Oh, okay, then I, aye, it's half time. It's certainly no five o'clock. Aye, aye, right? aye, aye. So I'm going, the game's no, it's, uh, that 4-1 that thing never happened. <laughs> what, what, what happened there? So I go back to bed, I wake up, I now know they're either celebrating or they're, they're out. Surprising if I heard Ibrox, mate. <sighs> I know, I know. So I, I go. Question. Yes. As a Celtics fan or a Rangers fan, you find a last year fancy? She's oh. from the opposite team. Flashy fancy, man. Right. You are brilliant. He's, 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 try, he's trying to act like he's for the drum. Oh, did you just say alas? Trying to. Yeah, alas. Yeah, or we lassie. Yeah. Oh, wow. I would love it if you were in. Sorry, we can cut that. No, no, we don't. <laughs> I would love it for you to go to Glasgow with me and him. We go to a nightclub and say, here, lass. Hi. Would you guys be surprised to know that I'm half Scottish? My mum was born in Edinburgh. I do know that. I do know that. But anyway, yeah, back go. to the question. Yeah. Yeah. You're a Celtics fan, Chris. Of course I am. Let's say Charlene was actually a Rangers fan when you met her. Would you have pursued her from then on? Absolutely, 100% not. Stephen? It would have been, po- would have been pointless for many reasons. I've already took her. If she was a Rangers fan, <laughs> I'd have took her. Right He'd have no chance. Uh, and and, and the, the fairness of the, 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 the show. Yeah, of course. Of course I would have, right. Man. Of course, but... It, it does make, be, though, but there's that. some people there who wouldn't. They? No, there isn't. I know, there's and that's and that, that, that's the uniqueness about this this you know conversation that we are going to have for for months and months and months to come is that it doesn't matter. It's one of the random situations where there is people out there that go Celtic or Rangers, and then you'll say it, and then you're either their best mate or you're no. And I don't subscribe to that because I think we've we've established. I mean, Steve is a, one of my best mates. I'm definitely his best mate. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. I mean, I'm I'm really his only mate. I thought you. I was your best mate. Ah well, you. I needed that invite to the wedding, <laughs> didn't I? I needed. I needed that invite to Switzerland. You've given so. the invite. I've paid for his flight. So <laughs> there, you well, there you go. There you go. We we become together well, like well, a good team. You, but you find point, out, you find out that Rangers have qualified eh, for the final. Oh, they find out they've qualified. So anyway, I get up, I walk into the hall. I, I'm no joking. I, I'm like, I cannot believe that they are getting to European final and people outside of this environment will go oh you've got to be happy against a Scottish team and of course I am because of course you want the coefficient to go up and you want it to be good nah you don't mate 
it will you'll never hear the end it trend. it will never ever ever be I mean the only reason why well there you go I couldn't give a fuck about the coefficient. Manchester two thousand eight, right? No. What's the coefficient? It's uh, it basically it's so like if Scotland the national team do well in the the friendlies and 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 European uh, European and World Cup qualifiers, and let's say Rangers do well and Celtic do well, and hypothetically if teams in Scotland do well in European competitions, then the coefficient ranking goes up. So let's say then Scotland are then ranked better than twentieth. So maybe you get a Champions League spot. No, but we did. That's what oh, I'm saying. Maybe. So who would be the third team, by the way? If, if there's a third spot that's going to someone in Scotland, which team would get it? doesn't matter, mate. I don't... Any one any one eight, nine, ten teams could get it, but... Well, it's Hearts the Noob, and it was predominantly Aberdeen for quite a while. Each team has a spell. But, but that's what happens. Teams like Hearts and Aberdeen, they get like a, a good player or two. They have a good run. And then what happens is, because it is an Aberdeen or a Hearts, and sometimes a Celtic and Rangers, a bigger club comes in and offers... What is big money in Scotland, but it's mediocre money in anywhere else, mm. and that player wants to go. And before you know it, they're in the reserves and whatever else. And then what has what has to happen is your Aberdeens and your Hearts and everybody else has to then, re, you know, redo it again. And then what happens is they might need to then finish sixth or seventh in the league. Um, so that's the sort of thing that can happen then again. So do you guys track who keeps? So do you guys track how many? wins you've got against each other for example I know that there's 430 games that you've played against each other over history do you know well, who's I know currently ahead right now yes Rangers are ahead they are they are how many are they actually ahead by it won't be much but Rangers have no, won 168 games Celtic have won 161 wow and 101 draws yeah. so uh, actually, at, what, least, what? at least 75 80 red draws we should have won I remember that <laughs> definitely come on that's when the referee was getting used <laughs> see us getting to the final right like see in 2008 you mentioned 2008 right in 2008 we were probably slaughtered for how we played and how we got there but we we, we mm. used the we used the tools that we had we had Christian Daly there we had Kip Rodford there we had Dasho on a free transfer he wasn't a bad player he'd done, he'd done his job for a, a one season free transfer a few other uh, with David Weir who was like 37 38 at the time I mean, he he became a outstanding signing by accident. Almost nobody expected the return that we got for David Weir. So you can understand the, the way we got to the 2008 final, and and I also understand not that I cared, but I also understand why people slaughtered it almost and said how the style was shocking and how boring it was and anti football. I believe it was called. See this year, mate, we've. I think we've scored 16 goals in the knockout runs I don't know how many we conceded I'm not going to try and count them off my top we've scored 16 goals we've, we've, we've not just beat teams mate. we've slapped teams and, and I'm, <laughs> I, we really have though and I'm not talking about mediocre teams here I'm talking really good teams like Dortmund again speaking on behalf of your, some of your boys this Celtic mob I've seen a few of them but Haaland never played against Dortmund uh, right, you, you've still got a tremendous a squad. Co- aye, aye, Dortmund aye. are doing well in the. I mean, look, they're going up against a the team who are winning league titles after league titles after league titles. The money's different. Ha- so, so Dortmund are a cracking team. Haaland never played, but the guy that did play, he cost him thirty million. I know, and that's what there I'm saying. He's, so we take Haaland out, we get a thirty million guy in, and then people want to, people have got the asset to come and say the Rangers fan, but Haaland wasn't playing. I know. I can turn it up, and, man. And, and and what you'll find is. 
is that even if Haaland did play, there'll be something else. Ah, of course. You know, that's aye, how it goes. The, the and I get that. You know. And that, that works both ways. That's not just a, a Celtic terrain. That works both ways. That's just uh, that's the nature of the beast. But, um, I mean, predominantly, 2008 was all about the 4 5 1. They just sit there, it was. four at the back, five in the middle, strangle the game. Strangle, take every bit of oxygen out of the game, strangle it, make it as horrible and as thing as possible, and then pick them off on the brick. Whereas this time, it's actually. Yeah, it's, it's like a three-five-two. You're, well, you're, you're letting Barisic and Tavernier fly. Yeah, they're they're off. They're Lundstrom, off the leash. Lundstrom's tucking Lundstrom's in. sitting back. Yep. And then he picks his moments when to go forward, but he always makes sure he tucks back and with Bassi and Golson. Yep. And if you'd have said that two or three years ago, if you were going to go to places like Dortmund, take four off from using a three-five-two, it's, it's unthinkable. I, I know. Unthinkable, man. Um, so how does Rangers win this this final? They just. They, I don't think they can change what they've what they've what they've done. Uh, they need to stick. With this. I think if they changed it now, they'd be silly. But of course, if they if they did change it and win it, be a fucking a masterstroke. Win it. Uh, it's six or one and a half a dozen dollar. If um if we if we do the same thing and we lose, people will say, well, why did they not just change it? It was a final. We got to the final. We should have just changed it and went even further. Like, you, you can never be right in these situations. But for me personally, I think stick to what we've been doing. And um and just and just go for it and no regrets. Chris, you're a gambling man. You invest in cryptocurrency. Whoa, okay. If you were in the final, Celtic were in the final right now. Would you be the sort of guy that bet on his team to maximise the win, or bet against his team to hedge the bet? So either way, you're a winner on the day. Oh no, I'd go all out. In a final, it is a ninety minute opportunity to go for it. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad that you asked that question because I think this could be a bit of a a problem for Gio because Gio has definitely went to Leipzig with the formation to strangle the game. Yes, I'm not saying that he did that at Ibrox to strangle the game either, but he's all he's also played Celtic in a semi final with a similar kind of formation in in one. He's then went to Parkhead when you know Celtic were 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 you know. Potentially, even though technically couldn't win it mathematically, but if the game's won, it's pra- it's practically over, and you want to have mm. that kind of bragging rights. Um, and he's obviously come away from uh, Celtic Park. Celtic were clinging on. It was a positive for, performance. For, for, right? So, so Gio then, uh, and and look, even though I'm a Celtic fan, I'm I'm still a football fan as well, and I can still I can still look at something and go, okay, I might not know all of the details or whatever, but I can I can say that. It must be a hard thing for Gio now because if he gets Kmar Roof back, he's probably going to play him. Because Rangers fans will go, hold on a minute, you've got a recognised striker in a in a final where he can play, and you've decided to go away such and such up top. So I'm almost absolutely convinced that if if Roof is available, he's playing. But you'll need to play beforehand. You can't just throw him. Right, in no, no, fair enough. You might bring him off the no, bench, or you might sit right. agreement there. Can you give me a new? So so, so you've you got off. so you've got that dilemma, which isn't a bad dilemma to have. If you've got a, a striker to come on board, that's fine. But then what you've got is is that I mean you're going to keep you, you, it would be it would be ridiculous to not keep Bassey playing where he's playing, which means you're going to need to play Barisic, which. Quite ironically, Barisic has kind of been probably a little bit of a weak link in a Geo team. I'm not saying he's... I'm, I don't watch Rangers as much as you do. I'm only going based on mm. a neutral perspective. Mm. Barisic is no doing what he was doing with Gerrard. He, he, he wasn't, but you could probably say that Tavernier is. Tavernier's still scoring goals, still getting forward, still winning games. Barisic has always had sticky patches. No, 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 and, and, and I appreciate nah, that. So, so if you play Barisic in the centre, you're going to play Barisic in the left. 
you're going to play Lundstrom because his performance. You're, you're probably going to play um, Aribo, uh, Roof, Kent. But I was going to actually ask, because Kamara doesn't seem to play your domestic games, but he seems to play your European games. I think he's had a dip. He had a dip. Uh, and I think he missed about four or five maybe games run. He was on the bench. And it's weird because six months ago, Kamara was almost your first name in the team sheet. But um, it just... Funny enough, it almost, well, he, kind of, almost kind of coincides with Lundstrom's form. It does, it Kamara does. went off and had his spell on the bench, and Lundstrom kind of came into his own. And took over. Lundstrom, the last half a dozen, eight games, out of this world. I know, and I remember, you, I remember you said to me, Lundstrom was tremendous, and I was thinking, I've, I've watched a completely different game, but when Rangers came to Celtic Park, I, I, I thought, oh, he's, he's done quite well there, he can, he can mix with the best of him, he's great at pinging the ball, left, right. Um, and, and, and you know you're going to come with some sort of pedigree playing in the Premier League Aye. no matter who you've played with whether it's a Norwich or it's a Man U or whoever I know that he played with um, Sheffield United I'm, not, I'm just meaning yeah, the, no, in terms exactly. of teams yep. but what I think is quite ironic as well is that you've went to play against a Dortmund side who you're thinking were out right and then you beat them and then you go and play against Belgrade. Now, I don't know how your feelings were with Belgrade, but you were probably thinking... I was fairly confident with Fairly Belgrade confident. Now. Same with Braga as well, but Braga are a good technical side, and like I said, you know, it is what it is. And then you go against Leipzig, and it's like, okay, look, if we, if this is the end of the road, then it's been a good journey. Mm. This has probably been the first time where you've probably gone to a game where you go, we don't really know a lot about this, this, this team. We don't. There's no a superstar that we've been hearing about that's going to go. To, nah. no, no, there, there might be that no, I don't course, know about. But, but there's no a superstar that's going to. It's getting signed with Man City. They're tenth, eleventh in the Bundesliga, right? But no matter what, whether it's I know if I bit a banter with the French league, right? But it's the French league, the Spanish league, the German league, all these European leagues. Predominantly, every single player, whether you're a left back, a centre half, or a centre midfielder, you can play football. These these you, you very rarely find a European player who hoofs it up the park. Nice. They can usually get the ball under pressure because that's what they've been trained. Especially even I, Rangers and Celtic are e starting to kind of exactly even in this sort of adapt. scenario. So you go into that game going whether you think of the favourites or no, but you think well, we're certainly we're either we're either the favourites or it's fifty fifty. Well, look, people, uh, Rangers or Celtic fans or whoever can look for the outside look in and go, it's only it's Frankfurt, and a lot of people will naively do that. And I'm by Frankfurt having not lost a game in this competition right up to now they haven't lost a single game I hope they went to the new camp and scored three please God almighty <laughs> they put out West Ham I want you to have the best holiday right I will still I'm have sorry a good for time, interrupting mate. you I do <laughs> want you to have the world's best holiday I want you to go to I'll Milan bring you back a laser pen <laughs> please make it be green please make it be green <laughs> but I will absolutely I'll not talk to you for months mate Matt, I would like your view on a, how you think it's going to go. Obviously, you want them to win it, but like realistically, what do you think is going to happen? Well, it's funny, you said uh, about Frankfurt, nobody really knows, and speaking about them or whatever. I had a, I had a look myself, and they've actually won, they've only won seven out of the last 20 games overall, right? Jeez. They've not won a, a league game since March the 13th. But I don't look too oh. much into that because they might have down tools in the league. I mean, they're, they're mid-table drops aye, in the league, it's what, where, where the league season's dead rubber, almost. Well, and you can't qualify for it unless they actually win this competition. I mean. And, and I mean, exactly, aye. And when when they're going to the new camp, putting free past them and stuff like, they might think, well, hang on, we, we might be onto something in this tournament here. So, Correct. so that's why I don't really look too much into. They've not won a league game since March thirteenth. They've seven seven wins out of twenty in the last uh, in all competitions. Uh, and also they put out, who does this? Who did they put out? Real Betis 
Barcelona and West Ham has been their journey to the final. And Betis won the Copa del Rey. It's almost as it's almost if not the same it's, people would argue tougher running ours and I think I think Barcelona and Dortmund would maybe cancel each other out Dortmund and Barca are probably under the same team as a few years ago right enough but they're still powerhouses oh, in Europe course, really. of course um, Red Star Braga Leipzig West Ham Real Betis uh, I'd maybe still give the edge to us but I mean regardless it's still two tough runs but um, I think in fact before we do finish up, I'll, I'll tell you my prediction. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how I think it will go. But I want to ask you actually something. I was like, I'm going to save it for us. I'm going to save it for the microphones. No, when I ask you, I want you to just give me a yes or a no, and then you can go into detail. I don't want to have a spill off you first Not and then say it right. If Rangers go and win this, regardless of the run at two 0 four 0 one 0 extra time penalties, if Rangers lift the Europa League um, after this game next week, is it the biggest achievement? a Scottish team in Scottish football history I do want to say yes or no but do you mean I in history no it can, I'm sorry it can't be For, you're going no. to go with 67 it's got to be aye we, we won, we won See, everything I, that year I don't want to take anything obviously you can't well, it's, I, I can't take anything away from that nobody can take regardless how any Rangers fan tries to take anything you can't take anything away from a European Cup win you can't it, it, it happened but it's just when you look at the day and age of this game like 1967 I think financially the teams were on everybody worldwide, almost. I think it's fair to say we're on even playing field. Well, you could need finance financially. I if if the main guy at Inter Milan decided to take a trip to Glasgow and he enjoyed it with his wife, Celtic could have probably have said to him, "Listen, we can pay you close to what you're already getting paid." Uh, aye, exactly. I know, I know it's no mean, anywhere remotely on any scale where it is just now. Of course, oh no, definitely. The financial kind of. Disparity in the game, the modern. It's also not the Champions League that you're playing here, Stevie. What's that? Well, these days, you know, you've got the Champions League, yeah, which is another stratosphere, and mm-hmm. this is now the, the Europa guess, the League below that. Yes, Europa League. Yeah, but you know, look, don't, don't get me wrong. You know, if you go back that far, you had the European Cup, so it wasn't in the Champions League. The format was changed. Uh, and it's obviously changed and changed and changed. But if I can just elaborate on the question, right, is that I'm not being bitter about that. I, I, I'm, and how can I possibly comment really properly on a on a subject when mm. I was never when I wasn't even born? But I think your avid Rangers fan could sit back and go, "All right, you had a tremendous year this year in terms of getting to the Europa League final. You're in a Scottish Cup final." Um, and it's not as if Celtic have walked the league I mean Celtic still haven't won the league yet I know that sounds really yeah, daft and yeah. people will be listening to this going like shut up of course Celtic won the league weeks ago you know they yeah, won it at Ibrox and that's oh, sort yeah, of banter yeah. that we have but because it was a level playing field in the sense of obviously um, Celtic could go to toe to with a team and it wouldn't be really regarded as oh my god we're talking about Inter Milan here but Celtic did win the league they won the Scottish Cup. Mm. They won the League Cup. And the only reason why... And look, we could debate about the whole fact that it was 11 Scottish players, and that is obviously a tremendous feat in itself. But what a lot of people don't actually realise is that Inter Milan was, at that time, not just the best teams on the, on the planet, but one of the best defensive teams. Now, I wish I had it to hand, because if, if I knew you were going to ask me that question, which I'm glad that I didn't know, but if I did know, I would have been able to tell you the manager's no, yeah, name. Yeah. The, the, the manager who, who 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 was in charge of Inter Milan at that point uh, point in time was notorious for setting up his team to no you you would find it even hard to have a shot mm-hmm. against them. So when Celtic went up against Inter Milan, they were the favourites because they were dominating Italian football. 
Once again, I could be wrong, but I've got a funny feeling that Inter Milan won the European Cup the year before. I think they'd actually were going for their second uh, in a row. And if I'm wrong, I don't mind getting getting told getting told that. But I know that they were definitely doing very, very well. But see if you were to go and look at the stats, which, you know, Trent, if you can get the stats up for just the, 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 the Cup game, you'll see, mate, Celtic have got, like, 45 shots in goal compared to, like, their three. Celtic didn't just win 2-1 that day. Celtic like, anna- annihilated them. Mm. Now, another thing as well that happened, and this is the reason why I'm really answering this question the way I'm, I'm answering it, and I'm just about to finish, is that when Celtic won the European Cup, everybody was like, oh, Celtic are the best team in the world. Because that was the... If Rangers went to the Champions League final and won it, you could arguably go, well, at this moment in time, we are the best in mm. Europe. So everybody was saying, ah, the best in the world. So there was a guy called De Stefano, and I don't know if you know this story, so Celtic then played Real Madrid in a, in a, a testimonial. And I know it's you're probably thinking, oh, come on, Chris, it's a testimonial. But at that point, Real Madrid were regarded as the best team. They were the, they were the team that were winning league titles and, and Champions Leagues, well, sorry, European Cups. And they invited Celtic because the media and everybody was saying that, well, Celtic are this phenomenal beast and they're, they're brilliant. So Celtic went to the, to the, um, the Bernabeu. Uh, and we played uh, Real Madrid in a, in, a, in a, it was a testimonial. But if you were to watch the game, which I don't think you would, you'll quietly see, you'll quite frankly see that after 10 minutes, Madrid, even though they knew it was a testimonial, kind of wanted to put us in a place. Mm-hmm. You could tell straight away that, ah, okay, he's won the European Cup, good on you, but we're now going to put you in your place. And, mate, the story goes that we end up winning 1-0. Bobby Lennox scored, and Jimmy Johnson was actually asked... Once again, I wasn't there, so I can't absolutely say this for a fact, but Jimmy Johnson was asked by the Real Madrid, uh, whether it was a coach or it was a player, to actually sign for Real Madrid. That's how amazing Jimmy Johnson was that night. So in that era, like you said, obviously it's it's a... It's a, it's a it's I don't think there's answer. a right or a wrong answer. It's, there, it's well, there, all, is, there is a right answer. Nah, I, there is, there is. There isn't a right or wrong answer. On, okay, it's well, all, based, I'll, it's I'll, all based I'll, on opinion. I, I will reverse the question. I've already Do you th- think it is... And remember, you've just asked in Scottish history, you honestly yeah. think that Rangers, they've not won the league, and all, with all due respect, Stevie, you really should have won the league. Oh no, the league, the league I know Gerard left. The league is one that we lost. Right. Well, we did win it. No, I've not. But I don't know what you mean at all. I don't know what you mean. I know. You have 38 games, whoever's told me deserves it, that's it. But we let that slip. But and if you think that is, then I would never have. In 10 years' time, maybe he's going to look back and listen. I understand. We let it slip. It's just a case of who won it, who's won it. Of course. No, no, I understand that. But I think there's an argument for it. Purely because really? of the financial side, I, 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 I'm going to be a shite bag and say I don't want to give I, I or no, but I think there's definitely an argument for it because, like I say, with the, the financial um, disparity in the, the game these days and the, the, even the configuration of the Cups now is totally and utterly changed. Like, Celtic played six or seven games, eight games, didn't he, to get the final? To get, or to, get to, or to win the whole thing? Well, Imagine trying to do that now. Do you know that, that's what I'm oh, no, listening to. Achievement, oh, oh, achievement oh, exactly. itself is quality, but look, I don't know. I don't want to spend too much time. I, I wanted to try and suck a punch there and see what you give me under pressure, but you've you've got away with it. You've, you've, you've talked about like, like the car salesman that you're mate, you've talked away with that one. Car buyer. Um, can I just, before, before we finish in the Europa League, I, I believe I'm, I'm confident I win, but I'm no. I'm no, I'm no cocky. You're not sitting there going, we'll win 2 0. Nah, You're I, sitting I'm there confident. going, We've came after 50 far, minutes, if things are going. Rangers fans would be silly not to be confident now. We have to be confident after what we've just done the last four or five times. Be confident. So I would take any sort of win, mate. Any sort of win. I think our key players, 
boys like Bassey and by the way I'll try to say this right now on the microphone Bassey will go for big money in a year or two ah, big big money man the, 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 I cannot believe that this time last year that boy wasn't—he wasn't even in the team. He wasn't even—he was just a fringe player. He played like he played like league cup games and stuff like that, wasn't he? I think towards the end of last season, he might have started getting a sniff. But Aye. oh my god, what a player! A machine, strong as an ox, just up and doing it. All, and he's—he's he's, he's quite fast and all, deceivingly quick as well. He's—I I, think—I—I I rate him. I think he could have got a player of the year this year. That's how—that's mm. how—that's how big a season. I think he said. I bet they don't get the young player. Rangers young player. I think he got Rangers. Aye, uh, Rangers. I'm. I'm. Aye. Uh, You're talking about the football writers, <sighs> the one where Celtic just. Listen, I don't think. I think even the most oh, honest Celtic fan would fucking say they're not worth the paper that written on them. Oh, that's a shame. Things. That's a shame. They really are. That's no, I'm listening. Shame. I'm not just saying that because. It's a real shame. Who, regardless, of the, just it's <laughs> mind-boggling how they come up with some of these players. I know. Who was I the mean, boy for Ross County? The young. You look at his statistics every season. You compare them to somebody like fucking but I, 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 I'm not no, going to delve into it I can see your point but, but, um, but you think I'm going to go for a Rangers win I'm going, okay. to, go, I'm going to go 1-0 I'm going to go a nervy 1-0 and uh, fucking fingers crossed ok well can I just say what I think the score's going to be go for this it. is what I think what I want the score to be is 7-0 to Frankfurt <laughs> 3-0 in the first 15 minutes so I can relax and the thing is I'm not going to probably watch the game I will do you think I should? Oh, no, it's not that you should. I know you watch that game. No, you that alarm set, you'll get up. No, I don't know if I could. You won't be able to sleep. I, I, I won't. You won't be able to sleep. I will not. See if I wake up and I look at my thought mob app, and you guys. Oh, that's right. Because you will be phoning me. Phone you'll probably phone me anyway, regardless. But I think. I, I think that it will be one each. I think both teams will cancel each other out because you don't really know. It will go to extra time. And Frankfurt will score in the 119th minute. <laughs> and if I am watching it, I will FaceTime you. Bath big time, bath bath. big time. Well, so, okay. Look, uh, it's been a great chat. We've gone for about 40 minutes on how this final of the, of the European Cup's going to go. Yep. Rangers was the topic there. Of course. Uh, and I think we'll segue into Celtic by having a quick look back at how it went back in 1967 for a second. So Celtic did play Inter Milan, uh, and the pathway to, to playing against Inter Milan was a uh, first-round win uh, against Zurich, home leg... Uh, Best team 2 nil, 3 nil away. Best team in the country. They've the then beat Nantes. <laughs> They've then beat Nantes, uh, the French team, 3 Best 1 team away. And 3 1 at home, 6 2 aggregate there. Quarter finals, Vojvodina from. Best team. Vojvodina from Yugoslavia, the, the former Republic of Yugoslavia. Best of, uh, team in that country at the time. Champions. They were the champions of the well, country. You, you started away 0 1 and uh, 2 0 at home overcame there. That, overcame that. And then team. played uh, Dukla Prague. Oh. Tremendous team from tremendous team from the uh, former country Czechoslovakia. Uh, it was a three-one home win in the country, and then a nil-all draw away at Inter Milan. Now a little bit of a fact check on you there with uh, Inter Milan being the 1966 champions. They actually beat the 1966 champions on the way, and I'll tell you how. Their first round was against Torpedo Moscow. Wow, what a team that was! A one-nil home win, and then a nil-all. <laughs> away win they then go on and played the Hungarian team Vasas uh, with a 2-1 home and a 2-0 away I've played some of these teams at five or six <laughs> uh, they've then beat the reigning champions Real Madrid 
one nil, champions. one nil at home and two nil away. So, so Real Madrid aggregate. won the nineteen sixty six. That's European correct. Cup. Yep, uh, okay. and then they've then uh, had a really uh, great stash. One all at home away, and then one all at home. They then went to a playoff round against right. CSKA Red Flag, the Bulgarian <gasps> team. Oh, what? The... <laughs> now the great. Right, but you let me remind you. The great story here, Chris, if yes. I can say, is that whilst it, it obviously a one all away, one. All at home went to a playoff game back in those Correct. days. Correct. Was uh, it a coin toss? See it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I don't know if that's where you're going with that story, but he's fucking serious. There was a coin toss. No, no what, that year. What's no, happened? No, no, <laughs> yes. Coin toss. That actually happened. What's happened there is. No, in Europe, I think in Scotland. Is this, <laughs> the town of Bologna in Italy have, have essentially offered CSK a red flag, a inordinate amount of money uh, from the gate. <laughs> to get them to come and play in Italy. The story there is that they've essentially yep. sold their space and place in the grand final. They've lost 1-0 to Inter Milan. Is that CSK were? And uh, Inter Milan made it into the final, obviously, against Celtic. And uh, that's gone down in history, obviously, with a 2-1 win to Celtic. Well, the, with well, Celtic with Gemmell and Chalmers scoring. Oh, uh, after, after Mazzola scored a seven-minute penalty Penalty, that's what I'm again. saying. We lost a, a penalty. Trent, I've got a hard enough job as it is. Try try to stop him from talking about 1967, mate. I don't need you getting on the laptop and bringing all this but up again. Look, look got that was when right. the champions of the league played in those competitions. It wasn't any second or third or fourth teams that are, you know, there or thereabouts. Um, but look, no, look, in fairness, but in all seriousness, you know, Celtic were the first team in Britain to go and win a European competition. United won it the following year. Uh, and uh, but Celtic won everything their path that year, and also in that year there was a, I don't know if it was a Gla- was it a Glasgow Cup or was, there was a cup as well as the League Cup and the Scottish Cup. So Celtic won five cups that year. So everybody that's talking about how Liverpool could have done the quadruple, a, a, a British team had already done it, and that's what we did. And that's when, like Stevie had said, things were a bit more. Well, it was certainly more neutral. Like Man United could go to Parkhead and Ibrox and. And, and it wouldn't be one of the games where they were the favourites. So, but um, but it, it ties nicely into obviously talking now about um, you know the, the the other side of the the the, the, the city, uh, the more the more. Is it a geographical divide? But no, I think you go over a certain bridge. I think it's a Kingston <laughs> Bridge, and depending on where you're travelling, you look to the left. I brought you look to the right. You can see Celtic Park. And smell um, as well. Tremendous smell. Tremendous smell. Um, but um, but no, look, it ties in obviously nicely. You know, I'm a big Celtic fan and. It was a tough year for Celtic last year. Uh, I mean, it was a, it was brilliant for nine years. You know, we were winning league titles. We were winning treble after treble after treble after treble, and, and that was a tremendous achievement. And then, obviously, how bad did it have to get for you guys to even consider hiring an Australian to lead the team? <laughs> well, it did get bad. I mean, it did get bad. But in fairness, I think Stevie would need to agree with me here. It's been. I mean, I know that he's won. I know that he's about to win the league, right? Really. And I know that he won a league cup and he got to the semi final and he's you know beating Rangers and all that sort of stuff. But it, it, it was a hard job, regardless. I mean, the, the thing is, right, is that, and a lot of people will might know this, might not know this, and I'll, I'll promise I want to go off on a tangent because this tonight was about you speaking about Rangers and, that, and rightly so, mate. It's a Scottish club getting to a European uh, final and, and everything else. But Rangers went out of the league many, many years ago, right? Um, we can have a discussion about that topic, uh, you know, in, in, in episodes to come. But Rangers were at the leagues, so Celtic had it pretty much their own way. You know, they they were going up against teams, and 
uh, it was a shoe in that Celtic should be winning the league. But you know what it's like when you play against a team, even if it's a one-off game and it's a team that you think that you can overcome quite comfortable, you end up dropping your standards. It's a pure natural reaction. Uh, and that's not an excuse for Celtic, um, you know, um, maybe not finding it as easy as they were going to find it. But they were winning league title after league title after league title. And they should be because the budget was good and everything else. But they still had to turn up and win league titles. Celtic were in a really strong position, not only um, uh, from from the, 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 playing, uh, the playing staff and, and the, co- the coaching staff, but they were also extremely strong financially because they were miles ahead in terms of... Um, I want to talk about them in particular, but we've got a 60,000-seater stadium. You know, we're getting season ticket fans, uh, sponsorship money coming through, and, and, and Celtic's commercial um, side of the business is actually relatively good. And um, we we got Brendan Rodgers, we got into the Champions League, we brought some players in for a, for a, for a, a good price and we sold them on. So the model at Celtic has been pretty good that we've brought players in for a, a small amount and moved them on for more. So Celtic's bank balance has always been Skip past relatively that Champions good. League with Brendan Rodgers pretty quick, It was it? bad. It was, no, it was all right. I mean, we drew with Man City <laughs> home and away. Um, what was your with PSG? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was, was it 5-0 or was it 7-0? I'll, I'll, sure. oh, anyway, I'll give you but, 5. But anyway, but look, you're going to get spanked uh, sometimes. But um, my point is, is that when it got to the point where Rangers were back in the league, and, and, and obviously they earned it, um, Celtic were, were miles ahead. I mean, Stevie would tell you, Celtic just had uh, players that were on a, on a different level. And, and rightly so, Celtic should be winning those leagues, and, and you still need to turn up and do what you need to do. But in my opinion, Celtic made a massive, massive mistake, because they had a CEO that was in charge for 17 years, who are, a lot of Celtic fans either love him or they hate him. I particularly didn't mind Peter Lawwell. I thought he'd done a very good job for Celtic on and off the park. And he's going to make mistakes along the way. There's there's, there's no doubt about it. Um, but put us in a kind of position where, you know, the stadium was in a good, a good way. Um, you know, we were bringing in money. We were successful on the park. And, and as I said, not a single club, I can only really talk about Scottish football, had ever done a treble, treble. And I'm talking about a league, a Scottish Cup and a League Cup, Trent the first year, the second year, the third year and the fourth year, 12 out of 12 trophies, Celtic won. Wow. That, that is a monumental no achievement. Well, no, no one even done 6 out of 6. Rangers never did 6 out of 6 and I'm pretty sure if we were to go back, Celtic might have done it or, Ebert, or, or an Aberdeen but no one had ever done treble, 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 treble. So, when Celtic got to the, the, the season of last uh, with Neil Lennon as manager uh, and, you know, Steven Gerrard probably had the team where he wanted it to be and um, Celtic uh, just absolutely went into meltdown and we could have a full episode about the meltdown not only just the season but the meltdown you know the CEO was on his way out uh, Neil Lennon was on his way out you had riots in front of the stadium because the, the season was so monumental that anybody would have never abetted against Celtic losing that league title because we had already had years and years and years of being ahead of Rangers that if Rangers came in, we would just go, okay, we'll go and buy this player and whatever else. But anyway, it never happened. It never worked out and that was fine. So when Ange Postacoglu came in, he wasn't the first choice. I mean, nobody really knows if he was the second, third, fourth choice, but there was a big, big talk, a talk that Eddie Howe, who was the previous Bournemouth manager who had been 
kind of out of luck for what about a year, Stevie? Mm. Uh, and and it right. was it was ready. It was it was happening. It mm. was he was coming. He'd already been speaking to the, the the club for many many months and whatever else. Then bang, he's not coming. So that was a, a massive massive you know uh, on all that we're going to do. So we've lost our CEO after seventeen years. We've we've not got a manager. Our, our coaching staff, whoever with the previous regime, are, are are probably leaving, and we've probably got a cluster of about five or six players. To name a few, Christopher Ayer, Ryan Christie, Edward, mm. um, Kieran Tierney, if you want to go back a year, that had probably, in a weird way, overstayed their welcome. And, I, and I've probably said that wrong, but what I mean is is that they had wanted to leave a year or two before, but they stayed because of the whole get to 10 in a row and whatever else. So when the season started, your Ayers wanted to leave. Christie's, your Edwards, and all these players that were that one of just squad players. There were players that were the first team in the the first name in the team sheet, you know, the year before. So he's came in, and we get a brand new CEO. He he brings no staff, which I've now been told he was offered. He was actually asked, "Do you want to bring your own staff?" And he said, "No." He basically came out and said, "No, I want to assess what's happening there just now." And he had to obviously then go, right, well, this player, this player, this player, and this player are leaving, and I now need to build another team. I'm not saying that as in, you know, oh, poor us, look mm. at us, but we Celtic were a, a cycle. It, Celtic should have recycled their players maybe two years prior, maybe even a year at, the, at least, but they, they kept them on. They, you know what I mean? They kept them on, and they really should have moved them on, but they didn't, so that was fine. So he's came in. No brought in his backroom staff, had to deal with the CEO, the new CEO, leaving after two months, remember? Mm-hmm. He then left after two months. So then Dominic, Do- Dominic Mackay, who, yeah, who yeah. was the CEO of the Scottish Rugby, he's came in. It's no work to do. He's left for personal reasons, apparently. What I've heard is that actually he wasn't very good at his job, and that's why uh, they kind of moved him on. And then he then has to bring in his own players. He brings in his own goalie. He brings in a right-back. He brings in a set of ha- two set-of-halves. If you look at that team from from really when things started to go relatively well, even before the January window, it is his team, Stevie. It is. Aye. I mean, you've got Kyogo up front, Most you've got Jota, you've got Abada. Uh, now, whether these players were scouted by him, they were still players that were bought under his say-so, mm. and he's been able to go in and not only transform the team, but he's transformed the club. I mean, the, the fans are now backing him. And what I love about Ange is that... Um, and it's funny because when I was actually invited on the podcast, <laughs> uh, a podcast many, many months ago, he asked for my opinion because I live in Australia. I'd be the first person to say, I don't really know about Ange Postacoglu. So I actually spoke to somebody who would know. And the first thing he said to me was, you're going to love him because he'll speak to the media and he'll speak to the fans the way you want a manager to speak. He doesn't hold anything back. He doesn't pretend that uh, he's got a niggle or whatever. He just tells it straight. He's out. He's in. Yep, we're going for him. No, we're not going for him. And this is the way it goes. And it just makes everybody kind of feel when they turn up on a Saturday or a Sunday that, well, this is what I'm expecting. And he's just galvanised a, a, a club. And it's not just a club, but Scottish media love him. Uh, and and obviously you know Australia absolutely love the fact that they're doing that and Celtic are obviously going to Sydney for a for a tournament and um, when they obviously go there there's not only going to just be Celtic fans going there but there's going to be a lot of neutrals that follow Ange Postecoglou's career that are going to go but Celtic have been to lose their, I mean they lost their first three games sorry they they lost three of their first six games Stevie 
because uh, Rangers lost their second game at Dundee United, I believe. Well, we won the first game and lost. So we go away. You beat us one 0 We go away to Hearts and get beat two one. That's the first game. Yeah. Uh, and Livingston beat us one 0 um, so Celtic have in September Celtic were 6th or 5th and obviously you've got all the banter which that's part of uh, it you would that's expect that anyway of course yeah. it is right and um, but something just clicked and there was games at Celtic Park when you're watching you're going alright maybe it's a it's not a, a big team you're playing but you can see what he's trying to bring you can see what he's trying to do and I also like the fact that he's gave young players a go um, he's not frightened his beliefs um, he didn't shy away for changing what he believes in. And see when you look, see when you look at it, he went to Ibrox, and I'd love to watch that game again. The first, the first uh, old firm of the season when Celtic were actually really good that day. Celtic knocked the ball quite well. In a few chances, Juranovic Yura, was playing chances. left back in his debut. Uh, you know, Stephen Wells played that day. Uh, Ralston was playing right back, uh, and we lost, and that was fine. Celtic Park in February, we were unbelievable. Uh, and then obviously uh, Ibrox I thought we were alright and then at Hamden I, I think you could start to just feel that Rangers were starting to get a, a, an idea of how to play against Celtic well this is what I was going to bring with this question do you think with Rangers and Geo as it looks right now maybe look as if they've sussed what they need to do well I've, I said that, that to you before a, aye, that is it, that an indication that maybe the other teams will and there could be a second season syndrome next year well there's no doubt about it because it happened with Rodgers Rodgers first season mate was unbelievable it, it really was mate it, the football we played Sinclair was unbelievable Dembele we had just a tremendous I mean we, we went 60 was it 69 games unbeaten we went 69 domestic it's, games unbeaten and then obviously I think Hearts beat us 4-0 at, 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 at Tynecastle but eventually in Brendan Rodgers third year you could quite comfortably watch it and go this is this is getting bad. This is this is this is pretty poor. Now, I think the game before he left was Motherwell at home, and I'm, I'm, it was either three one or four one. So that that result probably doesn't really um, back my theory. But I remember sometimes watching games going, we've more changed, we've more changed, and there's only one team in the in the planet, in my opinion, that could play the way they were playing to to to, to the, the end of a until the end of time, and that was the Barcelona team when it was Xavi and Iniesta mm. and stuff like that. The, the, I don't care who they played against when they were on their peak. Nobody get close to them. Mm. So you do need to sometimes uh, change your ways and, you know, that that does worry me. But what, what's probably a bit exciting about that as well is that in his um, history, in his um, career, his teams have actually excelled in the second year because he's then been able to get his How many years in, was he in Japan? I think he was there for four years. Because his last year he wasn't looking too well, good. Was his last year wasn't good, but what I'm saying is, is that I think in his second year he won the title. Mm. No, no, me and you don't. I mean, I, I'm not going to pretend that I went about the J League. Oh, yeah. But I don't care what anybody says. Me and you played with a team in a you know, social um, environment last year, mate, and we will always go to the grave and go, one league. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. it's a, still, a, still a good achievement that he went to Japan. And, and, and won a league title but can I aye of course of course so I think he won three he's gone he, he's been the coach for South Melbourne it was his first gig that he was his Australian first player yep. won it there uh, he's then gone around the traps then eventually ended up at Brisbane Raw Correct. I think he's won it three years there in a row 
He's then gone to Melbourne Victory, won I think two or three years there in a row. Did he really? He's then gone okay. to the, got the job in the J League there and, and brought that well, also, also took, to the J League. Also took Australia at World Cup. Took Australia as well and uh, and left just because he has those that value system where he said, I ain't taking shit, knock me told what to and, do, and I'm out of here. Well, I, I remember, this is obviously before his time at Celtic, I remember that Australia team going to World Cup because being here and living here, you obviously see it gets the coverage is obviously a lot a lot more than it would be back in uh, Scotland. So you kind of see the news snippets and stuff, and he was actually taking quite a bit of grief for he the was. style for the style they were playing. And I think correct me, wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they, they they went to a qualifier for that world, like a playoff for that to get to that World Cup, and they had like a kind of mediocre country they were playing. I don't know who it was. It, it wasn't a nation you would just sit back. and yeah, about respect football and wise. It was it was a it was a yeah, it was a kinda of poor football nation anyway and it went to extra time and stuff like that. And they got there in the end. But I think because of the the, the, the overwhelming grief that it took for that, I don't I don't I think well, I, I think, think he was taking grief previously. I think he, he was there was well, a, there was a bit of a rain cloud hanging on him in that job, and I don't. I think that's why he, he left before the World Cup. Yeah. So essentially, you know, the thing about that stigma on Australian coaches is yes, you can do it in Australia. Tony Popovich has done it. He's taken right. Wanderers to win the ACL, which is massive, right? Massive. Never seen it before. Might not ever see it again. But he wasn't really taken seriously on a global stage until he's gone to the J League, taking a team from nothing to uh, nearly winning the league, uh, and then winning the league. And then people start to take notice. This guy can actually bring that brand of football and take it anywhere. Well, what, but it was what, still a massive punt. Of course, coming to Celtic. Well, the thing the thing was right. And look, I'll I'll openly admit on uh, this podcast that I, I'm not sitting here with uh, concrete proof of anything. And look, I'd like to think that people will get to understand that I, I'm not just going to say things for the sake of it because I want it to, to sound good. But Postacoglu, as far as I'm led to believe, um, so once again, I don't mind being wrong, but I'm pretty sure the the, the team uh, that he, he was managing, was it Marinos, Yokohama Marinos or something, I think they're actually part of the City group, uh, and I could have also got that name wrong, but the City group own Manchester City, um, they have got um, the team in Australia, um, Melbourne City, Melbourne City. Uh, they've also got, I think it's, is it New York City? I mm-hmm. think that's where Ronnie Darley manages. Uh, and I think either they own Marinos or they're affiliated somehow. Yeah, so, part of the city group. So, so, what, so what you've got, right, is you've got a, a, a manager who um, is in amongst that sort of um, group. Can I chime in? Of course. They hadn't won for 15 years. Well, there you go. No, that doesn't necessarily mean that the guy's a god. I mean, to them, he will be. But my point is, is that the city group have got a, a niche of keeping pretty much everything in house. So, any coach that is at, let's say, um, New York City, if he ends up doing well, then they might end up moving him on to another club within that group. And then what happens is, is that let's say hypothetically, Ronnie Dalia, who's who was the Celtic coach. If he has two or three years good in America, he might end up going to a team that they own somewhere else and they does well there. And then you never ever know what he might be managing in a, in a, in a, in a better league because that that that's how that company are, are orchestrated. That's why if you're in with Man City or you're in with any sort of establishment like Liverpool or Man U, um, you tend to get um, players on loan. Uh, pl- other teams maybe come in for players and the, the negotiations go a little bit easier. So, but Guardiola um, came out and said that 
Postacoglu was in one, either top five or top ten coaches, in his opinion. Uh, and remember, you can be a tremendous coach, but no be a very good manager. Uh, you can put on a training a training drill, and it, it's it's a phenomenal drill. But maybe getting your point across or getting players to play in line is also is something difficult. But he is highly regarded within that city group. And as far as I'm led to believe, a year ago, I actually think, I actually have got a funny feeling that he was considered for the Rangers job. He was. I remember it. Ah, there you go. He's a shit myself when I see right, him. Right, right. Honestly, <laughs> right. that was. I, the, I imagine you had no, him. No, I swear, no, that was a few, you'd three, be, four years ago. You'd be putting your house before, on him winning. I think I was before Wednesday. Pedro. So, so, but okay, so he was considered, right? And the reason why he was probably considered is because at that time, and still the new Celtic and Rangers look at the English market and go, right, Man City, Man U, Liverpool, Chelsea, who could we get that's on the fringes of. You know, get in a game and or who's your one of your best players in your youth development? Bring him up here. We'll give him forty games. He'll play in an environment where he has to win, 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 win. And if he wins some trophies, you'll get him down there. And if he works out for you, brilliant. If it doesn't, then we can maybe buy him and give you ten million for him. Some, something similar to Ryan Kent. Mm. Similar situation to Ryan Kent. Um, so I know that he was regarded quite high in those circles. In Celtic, like I said earlier on, with Peter Lowell, Peter Lowell had a relationship. As far as I'm led to believe, his son has now been appointed the head of scouting at Celtic but he was previously working for the City Group whether it was Man City or something I don't know so Ange Postacoglu was recommended to Celtic uh, from the City Group to Peter Lawwell and that was actually apparently Peter, Peter, Peter Lawwell that was his that was his man that's who he wanted mm. but because 10 in a row never happened Peter Lawwell was leaving he thought I'm going to just let this play out the way it is and there's no doubt about it Eddie Howe was obviously contacted I mean once again uh, whether it's a scoop or no Eddie Howe was actually contacted to take over Celtic in December mm. and he knocked it back because he didn't want to come over That's when right. it was you know so Celtic had had a, had a contingency plan in place when the whole thing was starting to crumble but because Eddie Howe was no moving at that point in time they thought well if you gave us kind of your word that you're probably going to come in the summer, there's no point in sacking Lennon. Because mm. Lennon could maybe turn this round. <laughs> yeah, of course it got, it got, it got, it got, it got brutal. But, um, but there's been a few managers, and I, and I hate to say it, the new, because if we were doing this last year, I've got tremendous respect for Neil Lennon. I, I, I love what that guy's done for that club, not just on the park and as a manager, but also other things as well that he's had to deal with in his life. And I understand that He's the villain to the Rangers fans. Rangers hate him. Uh, well, well, they don't. I don't know. I hate him. I suppose. I know what you mean. You know, and Celtic look at the Barry Ferguson scenarios and and and, and the Chris Boyds, and they just they, they just like to have banter and all that sort of uh, stuff. Antagonistic. I exactly. And um, but there's been few managers in my time as a fan. Tommy Burns being one of them. He he is the only reason why I'm a Celtic fan. No my dad, no my uncles, nothing. All my cousins. Mm. I had one cousin. Out of six or seven, who was a football fan? The rest were into BMX and whatever else. So oh. I would, I didn't, I didn't grow up in an environment where my dad had put that on me. And I also grew up in an environment where Gaza and Loudrop and all these players were were were, were doing oh, things with Rangers that were unbelievable. So I could have easily went down that road and went, I want to support a club that are constantly winning. So Tommy before, Burns, before I forget, actually, yeah, quickly. The um, best, the best foreign import, Henrik Larsson. Nah, nah, yeah. nah. We already know that's Loudrop, but. Celtic win the league this this weekend. Alright, next where are we now? Um, e, well no oh, sorry, you're you're playing like Dundee United. Yeah, we get a point we win. Yep. That's done. Celtic win the league. Rangers win the Europa League. 
Who has a better season? I've got to say Rangers. And this, if we get the Scottish Cup? Oh, well, definitely. Rangers. Oh, I think a few you're in. I know, no, no, listen. Bit, bit Again, it's all, to, it's all open to interpretation. Of course, and, like, you're going to get, like, like I just said for the last 10 minutes, he came in when the club were on its knees. He had, you know, had to deal with a new CEO, didn't he bring his own staff, blah, 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 blah. We could sit here all day. Nah, he had a massive but job. Eddie Howe could have came in and maybe done this. Another manager could have came in and done that. We'll never ever ever I think know. a lot of Rangers fans will, will agree that he's done a good job. He's reluctantly done a good because considering the circus that he, he, he walked he, into, he took over. But you know. um, he's probably a Celtic. He's probably a Celtic manager who I've disliked the least. Obviously, it's exactly. my duty to that's dislike them. Exactly. Just like it's yours to dislike a Rangers manager. But Correct. I think that's the the best way I can put it. Is he's probably the one I've disliked the least because at the end of the day, he's just he's just an Australian football manager and he's um, he's wanted a big job in Europe it just so happened to be Celtic unfortunately he's going to have to come in and inherit all the hate oh, and course. the stuff that but comes think, along with his jobs but I think he's took that on tremendously well and I just think that managers get respect I think when you can tell uh, with the sort of answers that they're given mate uh, we, we watch podcasts that are based in Scotland you know obviously Optus Sport certainly uh, highlights Postacoglu's um, career because he's he's an Aussie, but he has taken it in his stride. But he is also an experienced manager. He's mm. not coming in, even though he's no had some had a team at this this level. He's, he's came in mate and done tremendous things. And when Celtic get beat, he's very much look. This is what happened. And when Celtic win, it's very much this happened. He doesn't really, he, he doesn't overreact. He doesn't lose the plot I've only ever really seen him at the side of the park when you've been watching games get frustrated and I, I sometimes like that about a manager mm. I don't I don't think we see that enough anymore when mm. a, manager, a manager can can, can give it a bit um, but uh, look Celtic I've got to say will win the league if, if, if Celtic did not win the league it would be the the worst Scottish even though Helicopter Sunday was brutal this would be the worst you're six points clear with two, nah, ga- with two games the to go gone. the league's gone He's came in and done exactly what actually nobody thought he was going to do. He's won a League Cup as well, which was nice to put the ice in the cake. He's kind of put his back where we should be. Well, next season will be good. Next season will be, be good. Post- Gio is, is, as far as I'm... Mate, five weeks ago... It looks like he's onto something now. I thought. But it looks like he's onto something. But the jury will always still be out. Always. Oh, of course it will. You're always and two and or three results away for a disaster. So, But I... You know, obviously, you know... Very, very aware that we want to, you know, keep this as, as interesting as we can. But just to kind of finish off my, my part is that I look at the Celtic team and I'm positive and I'm confident for next year because, you know, we're going to get the influx of money um, and, you know, we're going to obviously probably predominantly keep most of our players. I think Joe Hart will be there. I think Juranovic will be there. Um, I think Will Starfield will be there. I'm confident Carter Vickers will be there. If Carter Vickers does not sign, Celtic will go out and sign a six, seven million player defender. Mm. Uh, that's what I think anyway. They might get I a new. I think you need to, be, well, we to play with Starfield. We, 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 need, we, need a, we probably need a new left back. Um, you know, Greg Taylor's a cracking. Well, I, I think he's a, a, a good, honest player, if you want me to put it that way. He's never going to get you. He's never going to do what Kieran Tierney does or, a, or James mm. Tavenier down the other side. But he's a good, honest player and he needs he needs help. So, Bolingoli will probably go. But your McGregor's, your Logics, 
um, and uh, your, your Hitatis and all these players that have came mm. over. Celtic will predominantly, in my opinion, it, I'd be quite surprised if Celtic were to go, this team that we did last year is now no more and we're going to revisit it again and bring in six new players. I think predominantly Celtic team's going to be maybe 9 out of 11 the same. I can see us maybe going out and getting a, another winger. I can maybe see us going out and getting maybe another set of half. Uh, sorry, another left back and a set of half. But other than that, I don't really see anything. But the one thing I would say is that if Rangers win the Europa League, regardless if, and you can correct me, Morelos last year's contract, Ryan Kent last year's contract, Goldson is out of Goldson's contract. Out of contract. Tavernier? No, I think Tavernier's got two, got a few. two left. Um, in my opinion, the Morelos and the Kents wouldn't want to leave because they're getting into the Champions League. Well, do you st- if you're them, do you stick a twist? It's a, it's a grass greener. This is, oh, these are mate, the, mate, I, I think just they But if Rangers, if Rangers don't win the Europa League, and you know, obviously you've get, you're going into the Europa League uh, qualifiers or whatever it is you're doing in the group stages, I think you've got th- there's an opportunity where the Morelos the Morelos's and the Kents can say, "Well, I've been here for four or five years. I've I've, I've helped Jay get back to where he's meant to be. Stopped to ten. I, I, I now need to be a little bit selfish and." maybe go for that mm. kind of big contract and if that does happen then I think that's where Gio will see what he's all about he, he's good there's no doubt about it he's done well in Fairnod we'll see what he's all about big, but sum, I hope big summer ahead big summer ahead Frankfurt 7 but before we get to the summer Rangers now we've just got a small matter of European final mate and on that note I think I'll go and blow up the Lilo pack the trunks safe travel Stevie thanks a lot mate and I'll see you boys I do hope you have a Tremendous time right up until the <laughs> final whistle. Right up until the, 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 right until the first whistle, you mean? No, no, because I want you to actually be kind of in with a shout with two or three minutes and to go and totally break your heart. Uh, I do not mind saying that out loud. <laughs> and if anybody, any Celtic fan out there thinks for one minute they want them to win the Europa League, you're not a Celtic fan. <laughs> 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 nah, enjoy yourself, mate. I Let's do it. Huh? Cheers, Trent. Cheers, Trent.